Five on five and five. It is Monday, October 30th. Welcome back to the podcast. We've been off for a minute. We've had some technical difficulties with, uh, you know, recording this. I broke stuff. <laughs> you did not. Let's was, just assume that I probably it, broke It was something. broken before you broke it. Okay. I saw it was broken oh, beforehand. Oh, okay. Okay. But so it, you it sabotaged lasted. us. It wasn't so much a sabotage as it was like, it's going to break eventually, but it still works for now. Okay. All right. That was future Steven's problem. Yes. Not and then it became not, and then not, I not Steven's so problem. Y- y'all's problem. <laughs> then it became future Kelly and Fletcher's problem. All right. All right. Well, we're back. We're here. We're, ba- we're back in action. And unfortunately, the weather is not cooperating with us being back in action. Y'all. Um, yeah. So there's some stuff happening. It's called a cold front. Um, and it is coming through. So this morning we had rain. We will have rain through the day. Uh, but start to clear out by the afternoon, which is good timing. Um, and then it's just cold. Um, I don't want to tell you what the overnight temperature tell is them. because I don't want Steven to get up and leave the podcast. I tell them. It, I've already shuddered 15 times it this morning. It's not 29. getting any better. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it does when you realize that it's almost November. So obviously the big thing here, trick-or-treat is coming up tomorrow night, Tuesday night. And you're wondering what the situation is going to be. Cold. Uh, yeah, layers under the costumes, coats maybe, blankets, whatever it is that you do to stay warm, whether it's just sprinting from door to door to get candy or whatnot, that that can be a method as well. For the adults, um, a little bit different. For the adults, a little bit different, yeah. <laughs> we won't tell you what you could do, but you know. Um, then the chance for flurries tomorrow night into Wednesday, our first flurries of the season. I'm not leaving inside. Okay. I got to find a way to like somehow be inside at all times. Okay. Ever again? Uh, call me in April. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to work we'll, on that. We'll and you. we'll let you know how <laughs> Steven's efforts to never step foot outside go as we head through the winter. All right, Kelly, thank you for that weather forecast brought to you by meteorologist Randy Rico. Let's get to the headlines. Five on five in five. You know the rules. Five stories on channel five in five minutes. Fletcher. Our first story. Our first story. We're actually starting on something of a positive note. Uh, hundreds of auto workers are expected to return to a local plant uh, after a months-long auto worker strike appears to be nearing the end. Yes, some good news here. So we've all been telling the story about the UAW against the big three, Ford, Stellantis, and GM. And slowly but surely, they, it sounds like deals are coming together, particularly with Ford. They got a tentative deal this past Saturday, and that affects our area because Sharonville, there's a plant with about 300 workers. They were all laid off because of a plant in Louisville went on strike. So the deal tentatively still has to be voted on and ratified by the UAW, but looks like it's going to be a four and a half year deal, $8 million in plant investments, $5,000 ratification bonuses, and 25% compounded wage increases. So all good news for them. So that deal will be rolled out to more than 50,000 UAW Ford members. Also, Stellantis versus UAW, it sounds like there is a deal there that's close to ending. General Motors is the single holdout so far, but hopefully they can get something going so all of those folks can get back together, and then we can stop talking about this, and we'll follow up in four years when this happens again. Yes, four years. We'll put it, mark it on your calendar. Yeah, mark it on your calendar. Write it down. That and the <laughs> president, the next presidential election. Oh gosh, that's next year. Later, later, Fletcher. Next, next, next headline. Yes, our second story this morning. Uh, updates in the Middle East. Tensions continue to rising as Israeli military forces have expanded their ground assault in Gaza. 
Yeah, unfortunately, we will continue to have to talk about this. Um, this has stretched on longer than previous conflicts between Hamas and the Israeli Defense Forces. So internet and phone connectivity has now been restored in many areas of Gaza after the Israeli strikes had knocked out most communications on Friday. The UN says its warehouse also was broken into over the weekend for people scrambling for food and basic necessities. Um, again, this is one of those situations where we're watching wartime unfold on social media and it's a very interesting difficult uh knowledgeable it's just the whole thing is interesting to follow from this standpoint so uh yeah this is definitely stretched on longer than previous situations between these two groups so we will continue to keep you updated unfortunately a little closer to home our number three story one that was uh kind of took over social media uh, over the weekend. Matthew Perry, the actor best known for playing Chandler Bing on the hit sitcom Friends, died at the age of 54. Yeah, when the, when the age, when you say it out loud, it really hits you. So, so young, so, so talented between uh, TV shows and movies. Uh, Whole Nine Yards, one of my favorite movies with him and Bruce, Bruce Willis. Fantastic movie. But um, his, his death was first reported by TMZ in the LA Times. Cause of death uh, still being investigated by the LA County Medical Examiner's Office. There are some rumors that he may have been in a pool, things like that, but and it might be a drowning, but we're going to wait for the final autopsy to be released and the uh, toxicology report to come out to really get a sense of what happened to him. But he really battled some demons of his own in, in years past between um, drug abuse, alcoholism, and he was very open about it. I right. think he wrote a memoir recently. He wrote a book about kind of the things he's been through, but definitely one of those uh, big hits to Hollywood that people definitely were caught off guard. I mean, that show is so beloved by so many people. And it's had a full resurgence of the younger generation, which for those of us who remember watching it on Thursday nights, week to week, as it was airing in real time, you remember that? Um, it's it's fun to watch this younger group of people watch it and love it. And so now people are understanding and, and mourning him in a totally different generation in a different way. But um, yeah, I mean, everyone, I saw people watching it from the beginning again and posting all their favorite moments with Chandler. That is the fall asleep show in my household, and it was a little, oh, yeah. little difficult to fall asleep uh, Saturday yeah. and Sunday nights uh, after that news. We also have a very fun uh, story on a connection with Matthew Perry and his friend's character that they have to Cincinnati over on our website, WLWT.com. Uh, something for you to check out as you uh, continue, uh, uh, continue to mourn Matthew Perry's loss from over the weekend. Uh, our final two stories are both on uh, on the field, one on the field, one on the pitch. We'll start in the Bay, back from the bye. The Bengals take down the 49ers and looked pretty darn good doing it. Yeah, it was one of those games where you could really tell the bye week was uh, beneficial, Yes, both offensively and defensively, special teams as well. They shut down the 49ers really the whole game. The 49ers were never in a rhythm, so shout out to the defense for that. And then Joe, he was moving around. That calf, what calf? No, so, he looked great. Yeah, he really looked great, so that completed the sweep of the NFC West. They are still in last place in division, so this is keeping things in check because they are 0-2 in division. But uh, the train's on the track and moving right direction as the Bills come to town Sunday. I'm waiting for the, the Cincy Shirts shirt that says NFC, NFC West champions. Certainly they <laughs> oh, four, yeah. All four wins so far against the Tweet NFC West. Tweet it out, they'll make it a shirt. <laughs> That's yeah, right. There you go, just for you, Pledge. Uh, and yeah, and that uh, Joe Burrow looked healthy, that third down completion to T. Higgins where he scrambled for about 15 seconds and jumped out of a couple tackles. That's when he kind of knew he was feeling good and it was going to be a good day for the Bengals. And I think a confidence boost as well for him uh to have that game and not feel like there's a target on him for criticism i think will be a, a nice way for him to go into the next week and he'll continue to wear the air force cleats hopefully because he's been kind of magic he's been kind of yeah, magical they work, yeah. and they're cool <laughs> 
So that was uh, out on the West Coast, back home here in Cincinnati. The Fortress was fortified as the Supporters Shield champions uh, opened their MLS Cup playoff run with a 3-0 win over the New York Red Bulls. Rather emphatically, uh, Alvaro Barrial netted a brace, scoring in the 23rd and 98th or 89th minute, excuse me, with Luciano Acosta, one of the MVP candidates, scoring in the 35th. FCC now has a 1-0 series lead in this best of three first round series, and they will now head to Harrison, New Jersey, for Game Two, where, if you'll remember, they upset the Red Bulls to open their or to win their first ever MLS playoff match last year. So a win, and they move on. A loss, they come back to a decisive Game Three back at TQL. Would be fun to win it at home, but would also be nice to wrap this up and be done with it. Not have to worry about it. Move on to the next one. The fans were funny, too. I was putting together a story on Friday, and the one fan who's part of the Pride has been going to every single game was like, I'm excited. This team has done it. He's like, but I'm also from Cincinnati, and I'm just a little nervous. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I I so appreciated that mentality of like, they've done everything. They're going to nail it. It's going to be incredible. And yet I'm still a little bit nervous about this whole thing. So um, we're excited that that went as well as it did. A good omen. They won last night. The West number one seed, St. Louis City, lost by three goals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you want, uh, if you're waiting for that shoe to drop, it's going to hang a little bit more because it didn't have that happen in your first playoff match. Okay. All right. So we'll wait for game two. And again, with the Bengals, that's uh, Bills come to town this Sunday. That's the Sunday night game right here on WLWT. A lot of coverage leading up to that because obviously there was some history with that game. But that's the end of Five on Five in Five. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll be back here tomorrow for Halloween. Ooh.